Hello. Are you Casey? <laughs> you better hope so. I think I'm the only woman in here under 75. Oh. So, are you Casey? Y- yes. Right. I'm Clive. Hi, Clive. Uh, nice to meet you. Hi, uh, I'll have a Pinot Noir, thanks. So, Clive, uh, what do you like to do for fun? Oh, this and that. I spot a bird watching from time to time. Oh, that sounds interesting. There are so many beautiful parks around London I want to check out. Where do you like to go? The back garden at my flat. Ah. Do you get a lot of interesting birds there? Hmm, mostly pigeons. Right. Um, so, uh, what else do you like to do? Sometimes I feed the pigeons. That could be quite a rush. Would you like another wine? You know what? I've actually got a really early morning, so uh, I think I'm good with just the one. So, Tony, you're big into soccer. I mean, um, football. How often do you come to games? Never miss a one. I have to say, blue shirt was a funny choice. You're not a secret Chelsea fan, are you, love? Oh, I'm not much of a football follower, actually. This is my first game. It's called a match, babes. Right. A match, then. (laughs) Because you should know, I don't date birds that don't root for Arsenal. Well, my allegiance is up for grabs. I'm still pretty new here. Back home, I usually only go to baseball games for the hot dogs and beer. (laughs) Good idea, love. You can fetch us a couple of meat pies so I don't miss this kick. Let's go, Roy Kent, you bloody wanker! So, are you into this kind of music? What? This music. Do you like it? What was that? Never mind. Just so you know, can't go back to mine after this. I live with Mum in Essex and she's not keen on Americans. Thinks they're all a bit trampy. Copy that. So, did you find love in London yet? Ooh, calling dibs on being your future child's godmother. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. I don't know why I thought the dating scene would be better here than in L.A. Spoiler, it's not. Gif of a dumpster on fire. LOL, crying laughing emoji, crying laughing emoji. Well, keep at it. Willow says to tell you that Madame Geneva is never wrong. You're going to find the one. Ooh, she offered to send you a cleansing spell to help purify your energy if you want. I really think Mark messed with your aura. Uh, dot, dot, dot. I'll pass. Is work going better than dating at least? Barely. And it's a low bar. Well, chin up. I have a good feeling about this. Just gotta kiss a few frogs. Pretty sure none of my dates were a secret prince, and I am definitely not kissing them to find out. The next morning, I'm at the office, and it's our check-in with the network back home, which means a conference call with Mark. It'll also be the first time I speak to him after he had his assistant unceremoniously dump me in public on my birthday, and then ship me halfway around the world so he didn't have to deal with it. Thankfully, I've been so distracted by the show in my new city that I actually haven't thought about him that much. Until now. At least Oliver's here as moral support. Ready? If we must. Chin up. We'll get through it. 
my UK dream team. How are things going over there? Mark, hi. Really well, thanks. Things are really coming together. The culinary team has come up with a great idea for the challenge in the pilot, and we've selected our cast. They're a proper motley crew, a really fun bunch. And the hosts? Really lovely people just over the moon about it all. They're absolutely thrilled to be part of this show. Well, Bert told me he'd rather wax his balls on live TV than do another show with Bertie. But fortunately for us, no one would pay to see that. And he has a massive gambling problem, so he can't afford to be choosy. Right. Well, what I meant was that we're going to make the best of it. You can count on us. Casey, you're awfully quiet. Anything to add? I think Oliver about covered it. Well, we need this thing to come in on time and on budget. After the spin-off disaster in Italy, we don't have a lot of rope. I mean, who'd have thought they'd have a problem with the Battle of Spaghettisburg? We're on it. All right, team. We'll talk next week. Well, that was a bit frosty. Back on Smash Island, we work with Mark's boss, Tara, and she was great. But this Mark fellow's a proper wanker, isn't he? What makes you say that? Well, the way he spoke to us just now, for one. Plus, an old mate of mine from uni works with him in L.A., told me he was having a torrid office affair with one of the girls on his staff. I'd believe it. He gives me a sleazy vibe. Did you hear anything about that back home? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not one for office gossip. Well, only one thing to do about it. May as well put the corporate card to work while we still have it. Still on to check out that restaurant I told you about? I think the chef would make an excellent contestant. Sure. Let's do it. Hi. We'll need a table for two, please. Of course. Are you celebrating anything with us today? We are. We're embarking on an exciting new journey together. And I'd say so far, we make an excellent team. Oh, how sweet. Oh, you must be the wedding tasting. Uh, actually... That we are. Just two hungry people who are madly in love. Right this way. We have a very romantic corner booth set up for you. Let me just light this candle and create some ambiance. Perfect. Our catering concierge, Arabella, will be right over to walk you through the different packages we offer. Enjoy! Oliver, what are you doing? Oh, just having a bit of fun. I think we've earned it. What say you to some champagne and dessert? Instagram says we simply must try the pastis de nata. The what? Oh, it's the most positively decadent custard tart. We found it's an incredible snack to bring out after the guests have been dancing and drinking for a few hours. Oh, hi. Actually, to be honest, we're just, um... We're getting hitched in just a month's time. I'm afraid we've left it a bit late. Oh, my. It's a bit fast, maybe, but when you know, you know. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let me just pop to the kitchen and I'll be back with the first tasting. <laughs> Laying it on a bit thick, love. <laughs> Me? What about you? This poor girl thinks she's going to book a whole wedding off us. Now we'll throw them a free advert in the show or something. And here is our amazing custard tart and some sparkling vino verde. Oh, wow. That looks great, but I don't seem to have a fork. Oh, here, darling. We can share mine. A bite for you and a bite for me. Oliver and I are acting like a real couple, feeding each other and discussing the playlist at our fictional wedding reception... It's surprisingly easy to play make-believe with them, which I guess isn't all that surprising. 
I could do much worse for a fake fiancé. He's tall, charming, handsome, and has great banter, as they say over here. I can't tell if this is a real spark between us or if it's just part of the charade, but I find myself hoping it's real. I've had 10 times more fun with Oliver than any of my horrible app dates. Oh, you two are positively adorable. And so attractive. Do you want kids? Two boys and two girls, if I have my way. Florence, Freya, Felix, and Finley. Oh, really? We absolutely have not discussed that. It'll be a proper football team with the cousins. Imagine the holidays. All of us having a quick game in the garden before a big Christmas roast. Everyone laughing around the table. Well, you've really thought about this then, haven't you? Well, it's a nice picture anyway. <laughs> I'll leave you two lovebirds to it. Four kids, huh? And here I thought you were anti-settling down. I'm not opposed to the idea overall. Just the notion that you have to pick the person you're standing next to when the clock strikes 27 years and pop out a couple of kids by 30. It should be more than checking items off a to-do list, don't you think? Absolutely. I spent most of my 20s single, and it was so much fun. I mean, I definitely want a partner eventually, but I also want it to be the right person at the right time. I'll drink to that. Oh, Oliver, I'm so sorry. I just noticed the time, and I actually have to run. I, um... Have a date? Well, yeah, I made it a few days ago. I, I didn't know we'd... Right, of course. And why shouldn't you? Go and have fun. Where is this one? The Hard Rock Cafe? Haha, <laughs> very funny. Nightjar in Shoreditch, actually. Uh, well, it can't possibly be worse than the Birdwatcher. You've set yourself quite a low bar thus far. <laughs> Wish me luck. I absolutely will not. <laughs> Text me if you need any advice. He's hoping he's not a total knob. Can I get you another drink while you wait for your guest, miss? Oh, no thanks. He should be here soon. Has anyone named Henry asked for me? Oh, unfortunately not, miss. If you're not going to order, we will need your table. It's been over an hour and we have quite a queue forming. Oh, of course. You know, I'll just take the check then. Changed your mind, have you? I, um, I think I'm being stood up. Normally, I'd take issue with being someone else's backup plan, but I suppose I'll have to take the high road in this case. I'm at my club. Come have a drink with me. Like an oons oons club? What's the oons oons club? Is it exclusive? No, I meant like um like a techno club. You know what? Never mind. Just text me the address and I'll come meet you. A tuxedoed butler escorts me into an oak-paneled room that looks like a fancy library. Groups of people are clustered around tables, chatting and drinking, and I spy Oliver in an overstuffed plaid chair by a fireplace, reading the newspaper and sipping a glass of what looks like whiskey. His hair is slightly disheveled from him running his hands through it, and he's undone the top two buttons of his shirt. Without even trying, he looks like he's in a Burberry ad. Mr. Turner, your guest has arrived. Thank you, Giles. <laughs> Giles! Holy shit! Oliver, this place is fancy. 
I feel like everyone's looking at me in my sparkly sweater. Are sparkles, like, uncouth? Everyone's looking at you strangely because you're shouting and seem a little pissed. Not at you, at Henry. That's not what I... Never mind. Uh, so, what happened? He never showed up. I sat there like an idiot for an hour and a half, alone. Casey, you should have called me sooner. Why did you wait for him for an hour and a half? Because... What if he was... the one? I'm fairly positive the one would not leave you to wait in a bar for the better part of the evening without so much as a phone call. I know, but none of the other dates have been the one yet, and I am running out of time. Running out of time? Time for what? Time to meet the one, like she said. Like who said? The psychic. I'm afraid you've completely lost me now. Oh, Oliver, I'm a mess. Don't take this the wrong way, but I'm relieved to see there's something you're bad at. You're running laps around me with the show. Woohoo, you'd be surprised. Try me. Well... Out with it. Here goes. I was the one who slept with Mark back in L.A., but then he dumped me and shipped me over here. Bloody hell. Giles, we'll need two more scotches, please. Didn't even dump me himself. Sent his assistant to do it. Giles, better make those doubles. On my birthday. Oh, Casey, no. Oh, yes. And here you are, so handsome and perfect. I bet no one has ever dumped you on your birthday. Well, no. But there was the time my uni girlfriend dumped me via mixtape. <gasps> what? Oh, yes. Here I thought she'd made a compilation of love songs. Instead, it's her farewell via Fuck It, I Don't Want You Back, in parentheses, by Amon, burned on a CD. Best part is, all my flatmates were there. It was proper cringy. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, then, do you feel a bit better? Uh, a little. I think another story would probably help. Oh, right then. Let's see. Oh, last year, I went on two amazing dates with a woman before running into her at my grand's 90th birthday party. Turns out, we're second cousins. No! Oh, yes. Thank God we hadn't slept together yet. Did you know, in Iceland, they have an app to check whether you're related to someone before you have a shag? The Icelandic have it right. <laughs> yes. So, you see, I've never been dumped by my boss's assistant on my birthday, but it hasn't exactly been smooth bloody sailing for me either. Ah. Uh. I'm glad I called you. I'm glad you called me too. It's the first day of taping, and I'd be lying if I said I wasn't nervous. So much is riding on this. My career, the future of Pop Cuisine's franchise, and, oh yes, sticking it to Mark and rubbing my achievements in his dumb face. I'm feeling good about it, though. Our hosts are funny and lovable. Rami's put together an incredible first challenge, and with Oliver at my side, I'm confident we can herd these cats towards a fantastic first episode. Ian, let me get you a nice okay, we're ready to go. Everything good on your end? Just waiting on our lovely hosts. You're sweating like a pig! I told you not to eat an entire kebab right before filming, but you never listen to me. Well, it's hard to take your feedback when you criticize every bloody thing I do. Ah, here they are. Uh, Bert, your shirt's a little wet. See? Oh, bloody hell, I look like a right wally. Can we get hair on set with a blow dryer, please? Careful they don't blow off that stupid-looking toupee. What toupee? You're not fooling anyone with it. You're mad as a bag of ferrets. 
And you're a gormless, airy-fairy knobhead. Whoa there, easy. Okay, let's get our host faces on. If you don't mind, we're already behind. Chefs, kindly take a workstation. Tom will have you here. Nanny Edith, you'll be up front so you can see everything. Aye. Then Sophia, Wolfgang and Rubina will have you at the back three stations. Perfect. Oh, where do you want me, dearie? Right over this way, love. Let me show you. Get your hands off that hussy bird. You're going to start with me again? Bloody Nora. Here, Nanny Edith, this is your station. Bert and Birdie, let's have you stand on your marks to introduce the show. Can I have you move in a bit closer? Oh. A bit closer? Oh, come on, make it look like you like each other, please. Why don't you come over here and show me, you handsome man? Okay, final places, everyone, and quiet on the set. Oliver, you're still in the shot. Yes, there appears to be a hand in my back pocket. <laughs> Who's the unprofessional one now? Ha! Enough! Bert, Bertie, may I remind you that you two have lost how many jobs this year, thanks to your shenanigans? I believe it's three, although soon to be four, if this keeps up. I've got Mary Berry on speed dial, and word around town is she's looking for a new project. You wouldn't dare! Don't test me. Hmm. Okay, are we finally ready to get started? Look at that, only two hours behind schedule. In three, two... Hello, Britain, and welcome to Pop Cuisine! We are, of course, Bert and Birdie Baker, the hosts of your favorite new culinary pub quiz mashup. This is going to be quite an adventure. Birdie, my dear, how will all this work? Oh, Bert, we're going to have a ball. You can see our five lovely chefs behind me, plucked from all corners of Great Britain, and ready to cook some positively scrummy meals for us. In each episode, these talented chefs will have just 60 minutes to create the most delicious and creative dish they can with the four secret ingredients we've given them. Everyone will have the same ingredients, but of course, there's a twist. That's right, my love. Each challenge will have a different theme, and all of our chefs will compete in a lightning trivia round before the clock starts. Every time you get a question right, you'll have five extra minutes to complete your dish. That can make a huge difference. I'll say... Bert and I will judge each contestant on the presentation, creativity, and most importantly, the taste of their dish. <laughs> My favourite part. Not quite as trim as I used to be. <laughs> oh, you know I don't mind. Still handsome as ever. But I'm sorry to say that we'll be sending one of our chefs home each episode. But a very lucky someone will walk away with quite a grand prize. £100,000 of capital to open a pop-up restaurant concept of their very own. Now, let's meet our chefs. The next few hours pass in a blur as we introduce each of the chefs and tape the first challenge. There are a few technical difficulties with the equipment, and a few human ones with Bert and Bertie, but we get it done. And I think we've got enough tape to cut together a fantastic first episode. All right, we've tasted each dish, and I'm delighted to announce that today's winner is Tom from Nailsworth. Really? Are you quite sure? Quite sure. We'll need to add some confetti to that pink beard of yours. Oh my goodness, that's brilliant! Her mum's going to be overjoyed. 
Unfortunately, this means I have the perfectly devastating task of announcing who goes home. I'm very sorry to say that the chef who will be leaving us today is Wolfgang. I'm so sorry, dear, but we just didn't feel that sauerkraut and blueberries were a good pairing. Points for creativity, but the execution fell a bit short, I'm afraid. Ach, alles hat ein Ende, nur die Wurst hat zwei. Um, could you translate that for us? Everything has an end, only the sausage has two. <laughs> Danke für das Adventure, und please to have everyone follow my Instagram, Wolfie's Fish. I'm on my way to meet Rami for our Saturday adventure, and for once, I managed to use the right exit to the tube station. I head across the street to a big, airy, glass-covered structure with a sign that says Borough Market. I'm pleasantly inundated with the sights and sounds of all the different vendors. Someone's stirring a five-foot skillet of paella. There's a bakery bursting with every type of sweet and savory bread you can imagine, and a butcher advertising their Scottish Highlands wild boar. As I move further inside, a colorful produce farm has a cheeky sign that says, if only vegetables smelt as good as bacon. Try the olive oil and rosemary bread, love. That's it. Just dip it in and a sprinkle of salt. There's a fishmonger with dozens of glassy eyes glistening at me as I stroll past. Sweet shops full of puddings and tarts and colorful macarons. A wine and spirit stand is selling Pim's cups and sangria. And there's already a line forming, even at 10 in the morning. Casey, over here. Rami, hi. This place is amazing, but a little overwhelming. That's why I wanted to come here first. It gets even busier in the afternoon. But it will all be a bit more manageable with caffeine. Welcome to Monmouth Coffee. Two flat whites, please. Mmm. Why is coffee so much better over here? I thought the English were tea lovers. I grew up on my grandmother's Moroccan spice coffee, so I'm the rare Brit who loves both. But for the day we've got planned, I think coffee is required. So what is the plan? How do you feel about grilled cheese for breakfast? I feel great about it. Perfect. Next stop, Kappa Casein. I should have known I'd be in for a delicious day having a chef as my guide. Five minutes later, I am eating the best sandwich I have ever tasted in my life. And that is not hyperbole. I watch the chef pile on four different kinds of cheese with a tangle of leeks and onions onto fresh sourdough dripping with butter. Then Panini pressed the whole thing together until it was a gooey mess. Mmm! Mmm! Isn't that delicious? I was not truly living until this very moment. I know. It's absolutely brilliant. So, where's yours? Uh, we're sharing. Come here. <laughs> now we've got to save room for lunch, but don't worry. I have some ideas about how we can work up an appetite. You brought your swimsuit, right? I'm wearing it underneath, but where are we going? In about an hour, it's going to be 33 degrees, so I thought we'd head to Hampstead Heath for a swim. What is that in Fahrenheit? <laughs> very, very hot. Come on, this way to the station. On the tube, Rami and I sit next to each other and make up backstories for our fellow passengers. We're having so much fun, the 30-minute ride flies by. So, the man by the door? 
He is a well-to-do banker having an illicit affair with his Tory boss. He wants to run away together and live a simple life in a small town on the Spanish coast. But in his heart, he knows Stuart will never go for it and it's killing him inside. Oh, absolutely. I can feel the angst radiating off him. And the woman over there with all the shopping bags, she just married a man twice her age and she's definitely trying to buy her new stepson's love and affection with fancy toys from Harrods. <laughs> Bit dark, aren't we? The next stop is Hampstead Station. This is like a secret garden. I can't believe we're still in London. Fancy a dip? Rami peels off his shirt, and I'm surprised, but not at all mad to see he's got broad shoulders and strong, sexy forearms. From all that fancy knife work, I guess. Until today, I've only seen him in his chef's jacket, which has its own appeal. But watching him shrug off his jeans and stretch his muscled torso in the warm sunshine is making me feel even hotter than the weather warrants. I notice I'm not alone either. Women up and down the bank are stealing surreptitious looks at the beautiful man standing next to me. Yeah, uh, let's cool off. I'm feeling like really warm all of a sudden. Um, from, from the sun, obviously. <laughs> Last one in the moldy egg. Oh my God, it's so cold. Wait, the last one in is a what? A moldy egg. Isn't that what you Americans say? Yeah, close enough. Oh, quite a good form you've got over there. I thought we were just having a bit of fun, not trying to qualify for the Olympics. Huh, I'll pass the praise along to my high school swim coach. Oh, you were on the team? All four years. But I'm pretty rusty now. I've lived in LA all my life, and I almost never make it to the beach. I forgot how much I love to swim. Wait a minute. Can you do the floppy stroke? The floppy stroke? Oh, you mean the butterfly? I mean, I used to be able to, but... Oh, can I see? Please, pretty please, Casey. <sighs> okay, fine. But don't laugh. <laughs> wow. <sighs> okay, well, uh... I'm sad to report I can no longer do the floppy stroke. <laughs> That's all right. You know, I used to be able to do the worm, so if you get me a little tipsy and ask very nicely later, I might show you. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. You know, this is the most relaxed I've felt since I got here. Work's been tough, then. I know I'm supposed to be the expert American who comes in and saves the day, but honestly, I'm in over my head. I feel like a total fraud, and I'm terrified I'm going to mess this up. Yeah, I'm still finding my footing, too. We've both taken on a challenging new role, and I think it's rather normal that we would feel a bit out of our depth. Just give yourself a little leeway here, because from the outside, you are doing a bang-up job. Thanks, Rami. And seriously, if there's anything I can ever do to help, just ask. I appreciate that. Ready to head to our next stop? There's more? Actually, uh, I do have a whole itinerary planned, if you're up for it. First, we'll walk around Covent Garden and walk down the Strand, check out all the old theatres and do some proper people watching. Apparently, there's this incredible underground Korean chicken place there called Chicken Sours. My old sous chef said we have to get the disco wings. And then I thought we could take the clipper down the river with some G&Ts and end up on the Tower Bridge to see London light up at night. Wow, 
too much. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Um, I was, I was just excited to have someone to explore with. Of course, we can call it a day if you've got other plans. Absolutely not. That sounds like a perfect Saturday. Now take me to these magical disco wings. A few hours later, bellies full of spicy chicken and slightly buzzed from a couple of very strong gin and tonics, we hop off the clipper near the south end of the tower bridge. It's dusk now, but I can still make out the bridge's iconic bright blue color. And as we walk towards the center, I feel like I'm in an old movie. I stumble a bit when my toe catches on a bit of uneven sidewalk, but Rami swiftly catches me. And then he doesn't let go. I relish the feeling of his hand on my lower back, guiding us towards the railing as we look out over the Thames turning below us. This is gorgeous. Quiet. I look up at him and realize he's not looking at the view at all. He's looking at me. I blush, but fortunately I don't think he can tell. It's getting darker by the minute and both sides of the bank are lit up like Christmas trees. The twinkling lights do make it feel like we're surrounded by a million candles and it's undeniably romantic. But does he want it to be? Or am I reading into this? I had so much fun today. You're an excellent adventure companion, Casey. And you are an excellent guide. <laughs> One of the perks of being a chef. You tend to get the local recommendations, I find. In my head, I am begging for him to kiss me. I think about leaning in myself, but then I think better of it. I'm sort of technically his boss in a circular way, and I have first-hand experience with how messy that can be. But... I catch a whiff of him, the smell of citrus and spices clinging to him from the kitchen, even after our dip in the heath, and I am very tempted to throw my better judgment off the side of this bridge. Maybe we could do this again. Next time I'll make the plan, though it may be hard to live up to this. <laughs> as long as you're there, it's guaranteed to be a lovely day. Ready to head back? And just like that, the moment is gone, and we're walking to the tube. Well, that settles it. He clearly just wants to be friends. Probably for the best anyways, less complicated. But I can't help but feel disappointed. I think the psychic's prediction is messing with my instincts, making me see love where there isn't any. Thank goodness I didn't embarrass myself and try to kiss him. <sighs> Phew. 20 minutes later, I get home to my apartment. I'm pleasantly exhausted and still a little buzzed after our day of sightseeing. Even if love wasn't in the cards, it's nice to have a new friend here, especially one who loves food as much as I do. <laughs> Hello? Have a good night then. Oh, hi, Oliver. Um, yeah, actually, I, I did. Another date, was it? I WhatsApped you earlier and didn't hear back. So I wanted to make sure you hadn't been bored to tears by another tosser. <laughs> uh, no, uh, not a date. Just out exploring the city. Well, call me next time and we'll go together. But glad to hear old Blighty is putting the charm on for you. Right then, just wanted to check in, get some shut-eye. I'll see you Monday. Night, Oliver. Good night, Casey. <laughs> I stumble into bed with a smile on my face. Oliver is so nice to check in on me. 
Just then, my phone buzzes with another message. It's from Rami. Just wanted to make sure you got home all right. I had a fantastic time today. I type out a quick message. Me too. Can't wait to do it again. Romcom Pods was created by Becca Freeman and Rachel King. Showmance was written, directed, and executive produced by Becca Freeman and Rachel King. Showmance was also produced by Skylar Samuels and Mayank Bater. We had production help from Samantha Reed, and Alison Castanway is our editor. Sound design by Daniel Brunel and Shane Hendrickson. Mix and theme song by Daniel Brunel. Our casting director is Mayank Bater. In this episode of Showmance, Casey is played by Skylar Samuels. Oliver is played by Jack Turner. Rami is played by Elliot Knight. Clive is played by Michael Chomiak. Tony is played by Jacob Leonard Smith. Max is played by Adam Weber. Izzy is played by Emily Arlook. Mark is played by Thomas Cockerell. Hostess is played by Georgia Kate Haig. Arabella is played by Lauren Irwin. Waitress is played by Lauren Baldwin. Giles is played by Robert Fleet. Birdie is played by Claire Jacobs. Bert is played by Alex Webb. Nanny Edith is played by Jackie Malore-Gwynn. Tom is played by Kevin Burton. Wolfgang is played by Neil Mayer. Market Vendor is played by Lauren Baldwin. Tube Announcer is played by Charlotte Rothwell. Mm. 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 I don't usually moan this much in front of people on the first <laughs> day, but... <gasps> All right. <laughs> Here we are. Fast friends. Okay, so sexual moans and then into the exchange? So I don't just... To start off with the moans. <laughs> this is what, what did Elliot call it? A loin take. A loin take. This is a loin take. Showmance was produced in partnership with Pod People.